Well, welcome to another edition of Private Equity in Your Industry. I'm Matt Weiss, and I'm glad to be joined, as always, by KPMG's National Sector Leader for Private Equity, Glenn Mincy. Glenn, how are you today? I'm good, Matt. How are you? I'm doing well. And with Glenn and I is Scott Rankin. Scott is KPMG's Industry Advisory Leader for Consumer and Retail. Scott, thanks for taking time to be with us today. Thanks, Matt. Happy to be here. Uh, you know, Glenn and Scott, this past year has been one of tremendous disruption for all sectors due to COVID-19 in business models, but it would be hard to find an industry that's been more impacted than that of the retail sector. We've had so many marquee brand names that have filed for bankruptcy due to the impact of the pandemic and the future of what the traditional brick and mortar operation is very unclear to say the least. Before the pandemic, there was a lot of discussion about how much online retail was gonna accelerate this transformation from brick and mortar to online. There was discussion before the pandemic that perhaps brick and mortar could be around long than we think. I want to open up to both of you gentlemen, your thoughts on the transformation we've seen as a result of COVID-19 and what it means for the future of the brick and mortar model in retail. Glenn, I'll start with you. Sure. Thanks, Matt. So looking back to before the pandemic, and I know that was a long, long time ago, it was pretty clear that you needed both a brick and mortar presence as well as a digital one. So, but then the lockdown consumer really embraced the magic button of online shopping so retailers absolutely need a robust digital presence. And true, really what it comes down to is successful companies really adopted new technologies. They focused on increasing market share rather than making profits. And those companies who succeeded could really keep pace with a fast-changing consumer tastes, or maybe they created consumer tastes effectively in an Instagram world. Um, so it's, it's really clear that innovation played a crucial role in the success stories in these days. Scott, what's your thoughts? What's your perspective from the retail side? So if you take a step back and if you take a look at e-commerce as a percent of the overall retail landscape, many retailers viewed this as an evolution. And there was a clear glide path of every year physical or offline retail would seed a few percentage points to digital. And when things are running along smoothly, you can plan for it, you can prioritize, and you can prepare yourself for what's to come. What happened with COVID is that basically five years of disruption happened almost overnight. So retailers who thought they had a lot of time to invest in capabilities and experiences to serve the emerging needs of consumers, woke up one day and realized they had to get there much, much quicker. So it forced them to prioritize, to do things differently, to accelerate. There's been more progress in retail over the past year than has happened over the past five years. Again, because they were forced into the situation and many of them responded well and they're thriving. Others who were maybe built a little bit more for a legacy world and haven't been able to invest or pivot quickly are struggling. And I think we're seeing that play out in the market in terms of who's winning share, who's losing share, and ultimately who may be here in the next couple of years and who may not be around. 
Scott, that's a that's a great point, and it it ties in to the theme of our show about private equity in your industry. And Glenn, I know you've talked about it uh, as you phrase it, sort of that reputational perception issue, if you will, with PE in retail. Could you explain to our our listeners what what you mean by that, and and your thoughts on that? Yeah, given given the fact that people tend to focus on the negative, I think it's fair to wonder if PE indeed has a reputational concern with retail, but. I'd say that the majority of PE retail investments have been actually tremendously successful. And to some extent, think about it, it's the nature of the acquisitions themselves. PE tends to buy distressed businesses at low valuations and they use the PE processes to convert those businesses into lucrative ones. That's that's the model. And if the company fails anyway, there could be additional reasons other than PE investment itself, right? I mean, you could have a global pandemic that, uh, that really affects the, uh, the market. Scott, what do you think? I think in order to really assess this, you've got to unpack it and go a couple of levels deeper and look at different segments of retail. Retail is probably too broad of a term to really answer this. So I think about it, again, from a segment perspective. And if I think about places where PEs have invested money over the past several years, decade, maybe I'll oversimplify, but think about three big segments, legacy brick and mortar, regional businesses, and direct to consumer businesses, and I'll add another one, QSR. In many cases, in a legacy brick and mortar world, some of those investments haven't worked out well. In those cases, I might argue that investments in those businesses maybe didn't materialize the way that people had hoped because it was just a bad business model, had nothing to do with the owner or PE. The space just underwent more disruption than anyone had envisioned at the time of the investment. If you look at some of those other areas, regional retailers with opportunity to grow their footprint and expand geographically, direct to consumer businesses and QSR, there are literally dozens of examples of PE investing in those spaces where they've hit home runs across the board. So while there have been maybe a few high profile failures, I think there are far more successes if you take a look at certain segments and sectors within retail. Glenn, Scott, you've uh, provided our listeners with a lot to think about, a lot of great insights. And this is a conversation I'm sure we'll be continuing as the impact of the pandemic continues to play out and impact the retail sector. But for now, I want to thank everybody for tuning into this edition of Private Equity in Your Industry, and we hope to catch you on a future episode.